0: Welcome to Easy Physics, the podcast that brings the wonders of physics to your ears in a simple and engaging way. I'm your host, Jesse, and today I'm thrilled to have with me Rowan Feynman, a renowned physicist who's here to demystify the world of tidal forces and gravitational interactions. Hi, Rowan. It's great to have you here.
2: Hi, Jesse. It's an absolute pleasure to be on the show. I'm excited to talk about gravitational interactions and tidal forces. They're truly fascinating topics. Let's jump right in then.
0: Can you start by explaining what tidal forces are in a nutshell?
2: Sure. Tidal forces are the result of the gravitational pull from one object affecting various parts of another object differently. For example, the moon's gravity pulls on Earth's oceans, causing the water levels to rise and fall, creating tides. The key point is that this force is not the same across the whole body. It varies with distance. I see.
0: So it's the difference in gravitational pull across an object. But
2: what exactly causes this difference? The cause is the gravitational gradient. Gravitation pulls more strongly on objects that are closer and less strongly on those further away. When we think about the Earth and the moon, the moon's gravitational pull is strongest on the side of Earth closest to it and weakest on the far side. This difference stretch and squeeze Earth slightly, leading to what we perceive as tides. Interesting. And does this affect anything other than oceans? Absolutely. While ocean tides are the most noticeable, tidal forces affect the solid body of Earth as well, though to a lesser extent due to its rigidity. In extreme cases, tidal forces can even rip objects apart, a process known as spaghettification, when they get too close to a black hole, for instance. Spaghettification
0: sounds intense. Could you elaborate on that a bit?
2: Sure. Spaghettification is when an object gets so close to a black hole that the difference in gravitational force across it is so extreme that it stretches the object out into a long, thin shape like spaghetti. It's a great demonstration of how powerful and varied gravitational forces can be.
0: Now let's talk about the other component of our topic gravitational interactions. How are these connected with tidal forces?
2: Gravitational interactions are the forces two objects exert on each other due to their masses. These interactions not only cause the orbital motion of planets, but also give rise to the tidal forces we've been talking about. Wherever there's gravity, you can have tidal forces if you have a gradient in gravitational pull.
0: So all objects with mass will experience these forces. How significant are tidal forces when it comes to larger scales, say, in galaxies?
2: On the scale of galaxies, tidal forces play a major role. They can influence the structure of galaxies, trigger the formation of new stars, and even distort or rip apart galaxies during close encounters. Galaxy mergers are often accompanied by intense tidal forces, reshaping the cosmic landscape.
0: That must be another amazing sight. Could you tell us how these gravitational interactions
2: work on the level of galaxies? Sure. It's similar to how tidal forces operate between the Earth and the Moon, just on a vastly larger scale. The mutual gravitational attraction between two galaxies can draw them together. And as they interact, tidal forces can create long streams of stars and gas pulled from the galaxies. This process can lead to some stunningly structured, beautifully distorted galactic formations.
0: Does this mean that our own galaxy, the Milky Way, has been or could be affected by such interactions?
2: Definitely. The Milky Way is currently interacting with several smaller dwarf galaxies, which creates tidal streams within our own galaxy. And in the distant future, we're set to collide with the Andromeda galaxy. When that happens, tidal forces will play a vital role in how the two galaxies merge.
0: That's both fascinating and a little bit terrifying. Could you talk a bit about the time scale for such events? How quickly do these
2: interactions happen? These events unfold over hundreds of millions to billions of years. Galactic tidal interactions are not something you'd notice in a human lifetime, or even over the course of our civilization's existence. They are slow, majestic dances driven by the inexorable pull of gravity.
0: When we bring it back down to Earth, how do tidal forces affect our everyday life, other than seeing tides
2: on the beach? Well, tidal forces also affect Earth's rotation. The interaction between the Earth and the Moon is actually causing our planet to spin more slowly over long periods, which has led to the gradual lengthening of our days. That's incredible. How much does the rotation actually slow down? It's a very minute effect, on the order of milliseconds per century. But over geological timescales, these tiny changes add up, and the length of a day has increased significantly since the time of the dinosaurs.
0: So in essence, these forces are constantly acting on us, shaping our world in ways we might never fully perceive. Shifting gears a bit, let's talk about how we can measure tidal forces. What technology or methods do we
2: use? We have a variety of ways to measure these forces. For Earth's tides, we use tidal gauges and satellites, like the Gravity Recovery and Climate Experiment, GRACE, to monitor how water moves around the planet. For celestial bodies, we use telescopes that can detect changes in their orbits, which can tell us about the forces acting on them.
0: With all this data, what practical applications do we have for understanding
2: tidal forces? One major application is in satellite technology. Understanding tidal forces allows us to predict satellite orbits more accurately and avoid potential collisions. Another is in managing and predicting tides for naval and port operations, ensuring safe and efficient maritime activity.
0: Now, as we start to wrap up, I want to touch on a bit of theory. Can you explain how Einstein's theory of general relativity fits into all this?
2: Certainly. General relativity tells us that what we perceive as the force of gravity is actually the curvature of spacetime around massive objects. Tidal forces arise because different parts of an object try to follow the curved spacetime path, but since they're all joined together, they feel a stretching force pulling them in different directions.
0: General relativity always manages to add an extra layer of awe to any physics topic. Before we conclude, What would you say is the most important takeaway about tidal forces and gravitational interactions for our listeners?
2: The most important takeaway is that tidal forces are a ubiquitous consequence of gravity. They are a fundamental part of the fabric of our universe that shape everything from the daily rise and fall of ocean tides on Earth to the formation and evolution of galaxies. They show us that even the most arcane-sounding concepts in physics have real, observable implications on a cosmic scale.
0: That's beautifully put. Thank you so much, Rowan, for sharing your insights and knowledge with us today.
2: It's been a pleasure, Jesse. Thanks for having me on Easy Physics. Remember, the universe is always moving to the gravitational rhythm, and we're just starting to get in tune with it. Keep looking up and keep asking questions.
0: And there you have it, listeners, a journey through the unseen forces that govern the universe itself. A big thanks to Rowan Feynman for joining us today and to you all for listening in. Until next time, keep your curiosity charged and your mind open. This is Jesse signing off from Easy Physics. Take care and keep exploring the wonders of our universe.
1: Planning for your next trip?